Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 2072. Today, 37 fast facts from the background of the rise of Skywalker that you may not have known. It's all courtesy of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, The Galactic Guide. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So we're going to go rapid fire in this episode with a bunch of facts that come from the Galactic Guide from DK Publishing. And thank you to DK Publishing for sending me a copy of this. In fact, they sent me more than one, which is going to be important for us later on in this episode. But I went through this book, which is a very fun book. It's targeted for younger readers. And there are a lot of interesting facts and details that tell you more about the characters, the places, the vehicles, the situations in The Rise of Skywalker that we don't get from the movies, but we get by going through this cool background material. So today we're gonna go through some of the fun facts that I learned as a result of reading The Galactic Guide. We'll start with Agent Kloss, which is the planet where the Resistance was hiding out. It's apparently full of wildlife, which makes it strong in the Force, and therefore an ideal place for Rey to be doing her Jedi training, which presumably sounds a bit like Dagobah, except much less swampy, a little nicer, right? And Leia apparently knew about Agent Kloss for decades and considered it a possibility for hiding out if she needed it. And she's also got the tan, you know, I've heard it pronounced the Tantive 4, but it looks like Tantive 4. I don't know. That one, somebody's gonna have to tell me what the right pronunciation is, but that she reclaimed it and was using it as a sort of base while the base was being constructed. We also have a basic answer, and I'm saying basic because I'm sure there are a lot more details to this, but a basic answer as to how Rey's lightsaber, the former Skywalker lightsaber, was repaired. It says in the book that using the Force and knowledge from those Jedi books that she took from the tree cave on Octo, Rey was able to rebuild the lightsaber and welded the broken halves together. It doesn't say anything about the crystal, though. That's something that hopefully is addressed somewhere else, maybe in the actual, you know, visual dictionary, which we will get to eventually, not this episode, but it's coming. As far as the state of the resistance goes, we find out that they only have a few dozen ships, not a lot. And as far as the characters go, we find out that Finn in the interim between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker has been working on his piloting and language skills. Language skills? I mean, maybe communicating with Chewbacca? I think that would probably be the number one thing to do, right? And the book has a lot of notes that tie into other media. For example, it talks about Shara Bay, who is the mother of Poe Dameron, that she taught him how to fly. And Shara, of course, was introduced to us in the Shattered Empire comics. There's a note about BB-8 and how 
he had been on a spy mission on a place called the Colossus, which is a reference to Star Wars Resistance. And there's a mention about how Chewbacca had loaned the Falcon to Hondo Onaka, which was talked about in Pirate's Price, one of the uh, younger reader novels by Lou Anders. But there's no mention of Hondo in the movie, interestingly enough. So I guess that's one of those things where you know, it'll be filled in by backstory with another story later. But... It says that Chewbacca had uh, reclaimed the Falcon and, you know, it's now back in the hands of the Resistance. We also find out, you know, speaking of being with the Resistance, that BB-8 came to the Resistance with Poe Dameron. So BB-8 was already working with Poe Dameron in the New Republic Navy. And we also find out that C-3PO was part of the Resistance from the very beginning of it. And so I was like, racking my brain in trying to remember whether C-3PO was in the novel Bloodline, which is the novel where, spoiler alert, it's been a few years, at the end of that novel, that's when Leia breaks away from the New Republic and starts to form the Resistance. And the answer is yes, he was. I had just forgotten, so it got me to think about Bloodline again, which was nice. And there's also mention of C-3PO's droid spy network, which we saw featured very subtly in The Force Awakens with the droid that radios in to tell the Resistance that BB-8 has been spotted on Takadana. But the spy network is explored in much greater detail in the Podameron comic book series, so there's that too. Then in the book there's a section on Resistance commanders, and Rose Tico is one of them, and she's listed as being in charge of the engineers, which, you know, does make sense. And Lieutenant Connix is apparently in charge of logistics. That's what it seems like her description is being given as, or logistics and communication. And then there's Beaumont Kin, who is our new addition suddenly. And it says in the background that he used to be a professor and studied Jedi and Sith history and was working with Rey to help translate those books that she took from Octo. That surprised me a little bit, I must say, because wasn't 3PO translating those for her? But that's also going back into the comics as well. But I mean, if you have somebody who can translate 7 million languages, you'd probably want that person or that droid involved. Maybe it had something to do with Sith-related stuff. I don't think there were any Sith-related texts in there because they were the sacred Jedi texts, right? And yeah, I don't think there were any Sith things in there. I guess that's where Beaumont could have come in handy because <laughs> obviously 3PO couldn't translate that stuff. Okay, just a couple more notes about the good guys. Commander Daisy, who shared a kiss on screen with her wife at the end of The Rise of Skywalker, her wife is actually mentioned, so they mention in the book that Commander Daisy has a wife who is a starfighter pilot. I thought that was a nice inclusion there. And they mention that Dio, our little droid that used to be the droid of the Sith Assassin, that he doesn't know how long he's been in operation, but that he had to have been built at least 14 years ago. And there you go. That's what I'm sharing about the good guys in The Rise of Skywalker, the Galactic Guy, the stuff I learned from that. There is one other thing I want to share with you before we call it a day, and I'll do that right after the break. Stay Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the Asteroid Belt level at patreon.com SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com SW7X7 and look for the Asteroid Belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com SW7X7. Welcome back. 
So thanks once again to DK Publishing for sharing a copy of the Galactic Guide with me. In fact, they shared two with me, which means that I'm going to share one with you. So later this month, I'm going to be giving away a copy of the Galactic Guide, and it's not actually the only thing I'm going to be giving away. So stay tuned to the show later this month, and I will give you all the details about how that's going to go down. But... For now, that is going to do it for our run-through of fast facts that I learned about the Rise of Skywalker thanks to the Galactic Guide. I hope you enjoyed it and found some of those fast facts interesting. Hope you found them all interesting, quite honestly. <laughs> and that is going to do it for today's episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the galaxy you may be. Sunlight 7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.